This is One Bills Live, presented by Kaleida Health. It is One Bills Live indeed, a day away from the full schedule release and some details trickling out already as anticipated. The international schedule is out. The Bills are obviously a part of it, so there's that. Uh, We'll get to that in just a second, in case you've been living under a rock and you don't know yet. And uh, there are some other games that have been announced. The Black Friday game, which fortunately doesn't include the Bills, and one of the Christmas Day games, the 425 game, uh, has been announced. But let's get the particulars out of the way as far as it concerns the Bills. They will be playing Week 5, Sunday, October 8th, against the Jaguars. This is technically a Bills home game that they will host at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, 9.30 a.m. kickoff Eastern time. So there is that. Now, the other side of this is for the first time ever, an NFL club will be playing back-to-back games in London, and that is London's adopted team, Jacksonville. So the Jaguars are going to be playing a home game at Wembley in London against the Falcons in Week 4, They are then going to stay there the entire week and then play the Bills the following week on the north side of London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Save it what you will. And is it an insurmountable advantage for the Bills uh, to overcome? No. But Jacksonville staying in that time zone and doing zero traveling, I think has somewhat of an advantage anyway than a Bills team that will be traveling over five time zones And I don't know when they would plan to leave, whether they would spend the whole week there or whether they wouldn't leave until a Thursday night, maybe, and spend Friday and Saturday there leading up to the game. I don't know what their travel plans are, Yeah, but that's an adjustment. I don't even know if there's there's actually – usually there are rules that say the league says you got to be here this much early in case something happens, you know, you've got time to – I would say if it was was you and me, we go Friday or Saturday even. I I do know that a lot of the NFL teams more recently have leaned towards leaving late in the week as opposed to making a whole week of it. Because I will just tell you, back in 2015, when the Bills went to London to play the Jaguars as well, that game was at Wembley. Rex Ryan was the head coach, and we spent the whole week there. We left Sunday night after playing a a Cincinnati team here at home, we got all our work done after the game, and then it was on the buses at 9.30, and we bused to Toronto, flew direct out of Toronto to London, and spent the entire week in Watford, which is about 45 minutes outside of London. And it was a long week. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It was a long week. The sports sciences, when we played, we, we played in Germany and in London. And some of the American Bulls they had yeah. back in the day as preseason stuff. So it was, you know, but, you know, we had like a raw, you know, cast of thousands. Um, we went for a week both times. And the sports sign to say if, you, if you're going to go, you got to go early and get acclimated to the time zone change. Get hydrated and all that because the travel dehydration yeah. stuff. Or show up, play, leave. Go late. Go like very late, like go that day before, show up late, sleep, get up, play the game, and then book out of there. 
uh, because then your body just you're you're on stored energy. Your calories are all set. You just get in there. You can play and you can get out. Yeah. Uh, the later you can push it to the event, the better because then your body just guts it out. You don't even you don't even you just do it without thinking about it. As long as you can get some you know some sleep, proper sleep in their lead up. Um, so it's one or the other. Either go a day for every hour of time change there are, yeah. or go and then acclimate on as you get back, try and get back on schedule. Yeah, I remember when these games first began, regular season games first started moving over there. More often than not, teams would take the whole week and spend right. the whole week there overseas. More recently, teams are leaving late in the week, Thursday night, Friday, and then playing Sunday and then booking it back here. I do know also that the NFL schedule makers give teams playing overseas the option to take their bye week after playing overseas the week after, or if they would rather not, they could pick another week. Yeah. Well, they don't so, get a pick, but they just well, won't be that week. A, a week other than the week a after. A week other the than the week after. An overseas I, game. It's a tough call, I think. Well, especially because it's it's so early in the season, right? I mean, this this game is week five. So you're, Do you want your bye in week six? Because to me, you're thinking less about the London game. You're thinking more about the 12 games you still have left. Yes. Think about this, though. It would almost be an absolute 50% of when the start of training camp was to the end of the season. Yes. Two weeks, then three preseason games, five regular season games. That's eight or, that's you know, eight, ten weeks. The preseason. It's ten weeks. And then you take 12 a break. Twelve on the back end. And then twelve on the back end. It's close. It's still long. It's, it is long. It's, there's no other way to slice it. Um, I'd be more inclined to get a yeah, buy like the, week 10 or 11. You know what I mean? Bodies are starting to hang. I think what you want is like, run down. Yeah, as late as you can get it. Yeah. It, particularly for a team like it makes the Makes the Bills. home stretch a lot easier. Think about it? it. Think about it. What could you get if you could call your shot? You want your bye week on week 18. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if, if, unless you've earned the top seed in the playoffs and then you get a bye anyway. Right. But that's what you're kind of, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of think about that. Yeah, I would want to push it as far as They don't out do that. Could. They don't let anybody do that. that. And which is why. Because you don't want a team that didn't earn a bye to get a bye. But yeah. that's what, you know, think about it. I just think the, the value of a bye week in week 11 or 12 when bodies are really starting to hang across your roster. Sure. That, I mean, you know how you felt in week 12 and 13. Right. You feel still, like garbage. Yeah, but there's no really – there's no way to get it perfect because think about it. If if the Bills would have had their bye last year right after the right after the game where Josh got his elbow hurt, that would have really been nice. Would have Yeah, it would have been you know beneficial. I mean? yep. um, that was a week nine Same game. thing with a guy. You know, you, some guys, the bye will always fall perfectly. It'll be different guys every week. But somebody's going to be like, oh, man, the, the bye fell perfectly for me. I got an extra week, and I'm yeah. ready to go. But the bye in week four. But that's, com- that's because of injuries. The bye in week four, it's just like, what are we doing? Why bother? You played three games. Uh, you got a bye, uh, but totally that's when they you. start. But this will be, yeah, exactly. But that, which makes Which makes me wonder, too. Like if the Bills say, hey, look, we don't want that buy in week six after our London game. Does the league hand them week four? 
I don't I don't think that helps. If you them. could ask for it, yeah, I think I don't think that if helps. We're, if they're talking about that, if you're gonna say, listen, we're gonna gut it out, we're gonna we don't want our bye week after the London game, we'll take it as late as we can get it. Yeah. That would be to me, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Right. The full uh game the full slate of games that were revealed today. Week four in London, Falcons against the Jags. As we mentioned, Bills in week five, Jags in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Then in week six, Ravens against the Titans in London. That's technically a Titans home game. Uh, So three in a row, three weeks in a row, which I think is kind of smart. Like, you're building momentum with that first game in London. Well, why not have two more in the next two weeks in the same place? You know, you're building all this momentum up in England, you know, in London. Right. Have another one the next week. Have another one the next week. I think the back-to-back-to-back idea is a smart one because you're just in England's face for three weeks and three weekends in a row. There'll be – And the Germany ones are back-to-back as well. There'll be a group of your fans that will go to both games as well, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. And they'll make a thing of it. Uh, The Bills – you know, the Bills Mafia would. I mean, if we were over there for – for two games, they'd be all all about right, it, right? You know? uh, yeah, they. <laughs> so, yeah, that, and I think that is, if you think about it, it's a little bit of an advantage for the Jaguars. They go over there and stay for there for two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, look, it's not an insurmountable thing that the Bills wouldn't be able to overcome, but I think most, if you ask most coaches. And certainly most players, I think they would say, yes, it is an advantage. Got to be. I mean, to what degree? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'll say this, though. Two weeks on the road, you're almost asking. Right, but the Jags have set up shop over there. Like, they have auxiliary offices and everything because they play over there every year. It's the 10th year in a row they're playing over there. Yeah, well, you you don't have auxiliary family over there. Well, that's true. You know, that's true. Yeah, and but if they're staying two too. weeks, maybe they're bringing them with them. And I'll, yes, that's fine. But when you, I'll tell you this: when they come back after being over there for two weeks, I'll bet you they flop that next game, mm. unless they're bye weeks to the next. Put week. a lookout on week six, right? For the Jags game. Put that on game. the whiteboard. Put that on the whiteboard. Sure. I'll bet you they come back and absolutely stink in their next home game. The, or two, the next game in the states. The two Germany games, which I believe are both taking place in Frankfurt this time around. Um, involve AFC East clubs as well. Dolphins against the Chiefs, Week 9. That's a Chiefs home game. Colts against the Patriots. That's a Patriots home game. Um, So you have that. And those are the two Germany games. I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't mind playing the Dolphins in Week 10 or the Patriots in Week 11. Get them coming back off of a European trip. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Week 12... The Black Friday game, Steve, has been announced. It is a 3 p.m. kick. Dolphins at Jets. Division tilt there for Black Friday football. We know that Amazon was promised this in the second year of their agreement with the NFL. Here it is. Dolphins at Jets. This has a, and I get it too, the, the reason for the Europe games but this does have a strong – the England games have a strong AFC flavor because of the ninth game for the AFC this year. Yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, I mean, every game overseas is AFC, except for the Falcons are the only non-AFC club even playing. And they've got the easiest schedule known to man. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this, Steve. Week 12 is the Black Friday game. Dolphins at Jets. You got a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers playing behind an offensive line that needs to put some pieces together. And you got Tua Tungavailoa, who is never the picture of health the last couple of seasons. How risky is it? I'm seriously asking you this. How risky is this matchup in Week 12 that you get both quarterbacks playing in that game? Week 12, Steve. So you're getting Wilson, Zach Wilson, against Skylar Thompson. You could. On Black Friday. Or Mike White. Mike White's with the Dolphins now as the backup. Mike White. So you're getting Mike White against Zach Wilson. He'll be billing the former Jet backup against his old club, facing the former guy he succeeded as the backup, and Zach Wilson, if both of those quarterbacks are hurt. I am going to say, I am very tempted to put this on the whiteboard, that both starting quarterbacks for these two teams, one will not be playing. At least one. In Week 12. Now, the Jets have done some things with their offensive line. You've got every reason to believe their offensive line is going to be good. The Dolphins haven't. The Dolphins have not, and Tua, the best thing Tua did all offseason was learn how to fall properly. Yeah, how to fall, how to get his, <laughs> how to get his by head taking caved in. Judo's le- <laughs> judo lessons. How to keep from getting his head beat. Um, that's, that's his offseason training. Week 12, Steve. Can you be- I can't believe they even put that that's, game there. That seems like a decade away right now, doesn't it? I know, but That like, seems like 12 years away, not 12 12 months into a season. I, I wouldn't. I'm telling you it right now. I like wouldn't that. put the Ravens in prime time late because Lamar's hurt in the back half of the schedule. I would not put the Dolphins anywhere near prime time near the end of the season. Just, I'm not doing it. I not would, if two is the quarterback or Lamar is the quarterback in Baltimore. I would have. They're going to be I, hurt. And I'm sure they did this. They do this. But I would say that I, what I would do is just like what you're saying. I'd say I'd put a game in there and, well, they did it the opposite way. They put. Rodgers and Tua in the game, knowing it could be flexed in Week 12. Okay. So Amazon, in their first year of the Black Friday game, it could be Black Friday in a way that they had never imagined. Neither starting quarterbacks playing. You want to talk about casting a black, black cloud over black the game. Black armbands. They, yeah, that, it could happen. You're right. That, uh, it's great. Week 12 is risky. Week 12 is, think about, think about it. Right now, I'm trying to think about weeks. We're not even into training camp and preseason games and the London games and Europe games and yada, yada, yada. It seems like it's 25 years away. That seems like you're in kindergarten and you're looking forward to your high school graduation. (laughs) That's how a long way week 12 seems right now. And you're right. Aaron Rodgers at 40 and Tua Tonga-Vailoa with a thousand snaps under his belt. That I'm game, not convinced. That is not going to happen. I am not convinced that Amazon's going to get their bang for the buck on that game. They, uh, that game gets flexed. That game is a 3 p.m. kick. Week 16, Christmas weekend. Uh, the Christmas One of the Christmas Day games, Giants at Eagles in an NFC East tilt. 4.30 kickoff there. Now, that will not be the only game played on Christmas Day which, for those who don't know, is a Monday. Oh, it is a Monday. It's a Monday. So, so there Monday will night. Fourth, well, it was a triple it's header. It's a 4.30. Or a t- double header, anyway. Yeah, so they'll have a night game. 
Monday night as well on Christmas I'm sorry. Day. There's, it's a triple header. There's a one, a four. Is it a triple and, header? Yes, it is. Oh, there's a game gosh. on. There's a game on Christmas Eve night. There is a three, triple header on Christmas Day. I don't know how I feel about that. I'll feel ambivalent about it as long as the Bills can play at one o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, on Christmas Eve, the day before. Yeah. Yeah. Week 17, New Year's Eve, a game was announced. Bengals at Chiefs, 425 kick there. That's a Sunday. So that means Bengals at Chiefs is not the league's kickoff game to start the season, which I suspected it could be yesterday. Right. So that is off the table. And this seems to be leaning more and more, Steve, the, the league's kickoff game, which will include the Chiefs at home, presumably. It's looking more and more like that that could be an AFC West divisional matchup there, whether it's Chiefs, the Chargers, Raiders. the Raiders, or Broncos. Could be the Raiders. I mean, there's some allure when you think about it. With each of those teams, you've got, well, maybe not so much the Raiders. I mean, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, new Garoppolo, quarterback in a new yeah. place. The Raiders-Chiefs has been a rivalry. Though, but it is, a, it is the a biggest big and most historic rivalry of the AFC West. Yes, big time. Um, the Broncos have not only Russell Wilson, but they have Sean Payton as a as a draw. You know, storied head coach, Super Bowl winning head coach in a new place. Yeah. So there's that. And then the Chargers, you know, you got Herbert and Mahomes throwing it all over the yard. That's an attraction. So and, and that and was a week one game last year, and if a I remember. Chargers, right. And a Chargers team that is got a really good roster. That was the week one Monday night game. Right. Chiefs. And it, Chargers at Chiefs, and, and it the, was a good game. Yeah, the Chargers healthy are really good, but two weeks into the season, yeah, they're a mash unit. They're a mash unit every year. So, um, yeah, so th- so that's what we know to this point, and yeah, I think I think the kickoff game, the league's kickoff game, that Thursday night game to start the season, I think will be Chiefs and an AFC West opponent. Now that this Chiefs Bengals matchups off the table. We know that, uh, according to one Donna Kelsey, that the Chiefs will be playing the Eagles in week two, so that seems to be off the table. Um, So with that in mind, more and more it seems like the Chiefs will be playing a division opponent in their kickoff game in week one on Thursday night, the first game of the season. I think that's realistic to think or believe at this point in time. Uh, the Bills have to play the Chiefs as well on the road. When that happens, we will find out tomorrow when the schedule, the entire NFL schedule, is released at 8 p.m. Maddie Glab and myself will be streaming live after the announcement is made on all of our Bills' social channels. And uh, we'll be dicing up the schedule with you there and letting you know all the ins and outs and particulars that exist within it. So... Be sure to uh, get on Bill's social media channels tomorrow night around 8.01. <laughs> and uh, Maddie and I will be on there uh, dicing up the Bill schedule for you this season. Which brings us to today's topic of discussion. We all know games that we like, games that are attractive, uh, scheduling spots that are attractive. What is the one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? What's the game spot you don't want? I know uh, there are a lot of people out there 
that are <laughs> after three times in four years, Steve, right. done with Thanksgiving. Right. I know. Um, but there's also some people who say, yeah, I want the Thanksgiving Day game. That is true. You know. But I think three times in four years, you know, it's no longer a novelty yeah, I'll give it for a, a lot of Bills fans. I'll give it a rest. Let somebody else Last play. year, if you remember, it's right smack in the middle of dinner. It's the 1230 game. You know, you're plus it, we were just getting over the six feet of snow we got the weekend. Before. Well, that too. We well, move, yeah. remember, we went right back to Detroit two day, two weeks in a row. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I no, remember. Right, you were you traveled. I, so I was eating buffet turkey. So that's uh, in Detroit. That's a little different. That was a different animal because of that. But yeah. still, there's people who are like, you know, it, it's amazing how quick that becomes a tradition. When you get it like that, yeah. Particularly when you got a team like the one we're watching, when they're you know they're when they're humming, yeah, yeah. When they got the other team and they're using them like a dust mop, but you know, so and they've done very well on Thanksgiving. They are. They, they have beat the so Cowboys four years ago. They beat the Saints on a Thursday night primetime Thanksgiving game two right. years ago, and as we know, they beat the Lions last year in a squeaker. Um, I think the other thing, knowing how superstitious some Bills fans are. The last two years, they've lost prime-time players to ACL injuries. Two years right. ago, it was Tredavious, Tredavious White. Last year, it was Von Miller. Um, and I'll say this. Detroit's getting rid of their turf because of that. They're, they're switching that out. How are they working that? Are they doing a mixed surface, or is it all grass? No, it's not going to be all grass. It can't be. It's indoors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm perplexed. They're just changing the, the type. Oh, the type of turf. Yeah, they're just getting a different brand or well, some, a different type of or different model of the, whatever company they sell them. Gotcha. But they are changing it out. and they're well, getting, that's good to hear. It's some, a new – well, they all claim to be yeah. the best. But So let us know. What is the one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? 803-0550, the local 716 number to get on board. one 888 the toll-free number if you're outside the 716 calling area. Is there a spot you'd prefer not to see the Bills on this year's schedule? And uh, if you can't get on the phone lines because you're at work or something, hit us up on the tweet sheet at One Bills Live. We'll get some of your comments on the air. So as I said, Steve, I'd be in the camp of no Thanksgiving game. I would be fine with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm good with Let's, that. I'm, you know, I can take a year off of the Thanksgiving game here after going three times in the last four years and skip that. All t- As a matter of fact, I don't mind skipping both holidays. What about? No Christmas Day either on a Monday night. Are you kidding me? Would it change it if it was a home game? A little bit. Is that better or worse? Um, Tough question. Think about it. Everybody's different, too. I mean, everybody's like, yeah, I don't home know. Home is better than away. Well, sure, because at least you get a minute. You get home. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get home last year for a Christmas Eve game. We got marooned in Chicago because the airport here was closed. It was like you got home on like 4 o'clock Christmas Day. 4 p.m. Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, that went over well. Uh, that went I over I'm well. so glad I'm so far down the, the food chain that I don't have to do that stuff. I am so happy to be the old guy who gets left behind. That is so good. That I, yeah. I uh, 4 p.m. on Christmas Day. I'm, I'm getting well, there. I'm, I'm here's here. the thing. That's like a movie. We already know the Christmas Day game this year is a fourth, the 4.30 game. We know what that is. Right. So that means the 8.30 slot is still open. Right. Which I would prefer to avoid. 
Yeah, the, the, the Bills are going to be in that mix. You know they're going to be in that mix on Christmas Eve. Well, everybody's playing on Christmas Eve because well, it's 1 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. So I you're going to get a game on Christmas Eve unless you get the Thursday game that week, which would be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Have it on the 21st, December 21st, and then you get all through Christmas that whole week. Oh, that would be. Think about it. That would be delicious. Uh, yeah, that'd be a nice. That'd be a little present under the tree. 803-0550, the number to get on board, one 2550 Tell us which one scheduling spot would you like to see the Bills avoid on their regular season schedule this fall. We've got an open line for you there, so feel free to chime in, or we can take your comments on the tweet sheet at One Bills Live. I would say another one I wouldn't mind avoiding, Steve. I know they got to play Kansas City on the road. And the Bills have done very well there in the regular season, winning their last two times. Um, actually, I think their last three times. The Tredavious White interception game in 2017, where they won 16-10. to Then they lost to the Bills here in 2020 in the COVID year. And then they've won the last two times in the regular season out there. All that being said, I'd still prefer to avoid at Kansas City Monday night. That place is tough enough to play in to begin yeah, with. Monday night, you rough. do Monday night in Kansas City. You're just asking for it. Yeah, because the atmosphere, which is already intimidating, goes up to another level. I know you remember oh some gosh. Sunday nights and Monday oh nights in Kansas gosh. City when you were a very good football team and you just ran Super into Bowl, a yeah. meat grinder. One of the Super Bowl years. I think it was between one of the Super Bowl years. Whether it's between it's between ninety ninety and ninety three. We went into Kansas City and just got, I mean, hammered by those guys. We were on the we were on the flight back and like Thurman is singing that Tomahawk song that they did. We were all like singing yeah. it. You couldn't get it out of your head. I mean that now we beat them in the championship game that year. Right. To go. So I guess it was it was ninety three. Montana's so we, last game. Montana's last game. Well, it wasn't his last game. He came back the next year. Oh, okay. But uh it was the last game that year. So we beat him later on in the season at home. That's when Marty Schottenheimer was their head coach. Yep. Marcus Allen was on that club. I mean, Derek they Thomas. absolutely ripped our helmets off and handed them to us. I mean, I was like, Oof. so you can speak to. I mean, you've been there. That place for, on a you've Monday been there night for is, Sunday one p.m. games. It's dude, different on Monday night, right? Monday night, yes, yes, okay. because the, you know they got all. It's like Bills fans, it's like Mafia here. Yeah, you got all day. Yeah, I prefer to. And so, I mean, it is a ramp up period. So mark that, that one off too. And no the, Monday night football at Kansas. City. You don't want to get just in ask there. Or Sunday night, same thing. Yeah. You just don't get a prime time game. Just have a one o'clock on Sunday. Actually, you'd rather have it like a ten a.m. See if they can get up that. You know. But <laughs> yeah, right. Let's play this game at six a.m. on mon- on Sunday. See that who day. got a good night. Right. Sleep. See if you can get a good night's sleep. Let's. That, uh, yeah, that's a that's asking for it. I yeah. think. Let's uh, go to the phones and ask you, what is the one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? We lead off today with Mike in Lakewood. What do you got for us, Mike? You're on One Bills Live. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'll go with Miami in September. Oh, I like that. Let's try to get that game later in the year. I'll hang up and listen to you guys. Thanks yeah, a lot. No, that's that's a very astute pick, Mike, yeah. um, because of what happened last year. A little recency 120 bias. 20 degrees on the field, and players are literally and dropping. It was 120 on the Bills sideline and 78 on the Players Dolphin. are throwing up at halftime, taking IVs just to try to get through the game. 
And that's and I'll say the that, I'll admit it was insane. I'll admit it. In all the years that we went down there, we never had a game like that. Never had a game like that. Yeah, now, just, there was a time too when the stadium wasn't configured like it didn't have the canopy. So if we were in the sun, so were they. Yeah. So both teams were out there kind of melting. Dealing with it. Yeah. Right. So, um, I, as, and I actually, in the run-up to the game during the week, I was like, they were like, wow, the Heat's coming. I was like, no, nah, I don't know. I, the, it hasn't been that my experience. But that, yeah. that game, it's completely different now that they have the canopy over the stadium. And I'm surprised there isn't more lobbying on the part of NFL owners to try to move more of those early Miami home games to 4 o'clock. Because yeah. just moving the game to 4 would make a difference. Because now you're only talking about because the sun's already dipping behind that canopy right. by four in the afternoon, and now it's not as much of a factor. And by the second half, the sun's going down. Yeah, you got and a so, chance then. Yeah, I, you're right. And it was the same thing as well in Arizona when they were in Sun Devil Stadium Sunday at one o'clock. That thing was like a, a big walk. I mean, a big frying pan um, in that stadium as well. Same thing, but but it didn't have a roof either, and so both clubs got cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that was rough. So that's I, a good I, that's a good suggestion, Mike. Yeah, and usually when we see Bills Dolphins in Miami early in the season, and then Bills Dolphins in Buffalo late in the season, the next year they'll flip flop it. Very not all the time, but sometimes they'll flip flop it. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens uh, when the schedule right. is released tomorrow. Let's uh, let's go to Kevin in Hamburg next here. Kevin, what do you have for us? Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, sure. I'd like this year to change and, and knock out and forget about Halloween because the last three week years on Halloween, the Bills have won, but they have barely won. Three years ago, if it wasn't for Dustin Ziegler stripping Cam Newton, we would have blown that game. Two years ago against Miami, we barely won. People booed the Bills in the first half because they couldn't get nothing going. They only won like 20 to 11. And then last year, the turnover machine started in the second half, and we should have mutilated Green Bay. So I'm looking at a calendar. Let's skip October 29th and have the bye that week. Skip Halloween weekend and go right to the first week of November when the around Election Day. So. Skip Spooky Weekend. All right, fair enough, Kevin. He's uh, yep. apparently worried about the nefarious forces of the Halloween weekend. <laughs> I well, mean, it's not I, like yeah. they lost those games, but right. they were too too close for right. that, for Kevin to handle. Apparently. Yeah, that you're, yeah. I, I don't think the scheduling is going to have anything to do with whether they turn it over or what, where their bye week is. I mean, turning it over is always a a bad recipe. Yeah, and you're right. That's what that's really what sunk them last year, in my opinion, was the turnovers and drops. If they if they alleviated those two stats, the whole season's different. Yeah. But you're right. I, okay, no Halloween. Yeah, fine by me. Yeah, because that's deep enough into the season as well. It's like week eight. Yeah, we have to take a break here. But Veronica in Brooklyn, Richard in Rochester, you two will be leading us off when we return. Asking you, what is the one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? Eight zero three zero five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Open line for you. We're back in a few here on One Bills Live. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Topic of discussion today, what is the one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? Let's go right back to the phones at 803-0550. And leading us off here is Veronica in Brooklyn. What do you got for us, Veronica? 
Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I uh, could honestly use uh, Thanksgiving off this year. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, it's always a crucial part in the uh, in the, it's always a crucial point in the season, and so I gotta watch. But uh, I have a big Friendsgiving thing every Thanksgiving, and uh, they're kind of getting tired of me derailing everything by uh, having to watch football. <laughs> so I get it. Um, okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, people want the holiday to be the holiday. I mean, I know there are a yeah. lot of people that equate or they they kind of link football with Thanksgiving. I mean, heck, a lot of families have a backyard game of football on Thanksgiving, either before, probably better before than after dinner. Kind of hard when you're sloshing around out there with a full belly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, football and Thanksgiving kind of go together. But I'm guessing Veronica in Brooklyn is, um, what's that line you always say, in an unholy land? A pilgrim. She's a pilgrim in an unholy land uh, down there in Brooklyn. And so... She wants to put the Bills game on, and everybody right. else is like, what They're are jet you giant. doing? They're jet giant people. Yeah. yeah. So that's got to be a little tricky to navigate when you're not in home territory. Right. So I get it. I, I understand that. Let's go to Richard in Rochester. What do you got for us, Richard? Well, I can't have the Bills play on opening game on Thursday night because I have a dilemma. I have something else to do that night. You have you have a prior commitment. What, it, well, I have a prior commitment, but my number one commitment is the Bills. So I'm going to have to give up the number two choice, which I don't want to do because I want to go. I have tickets to go see Bruce in Syracuse. Oh, that I is. I want to give up the concert. Yeah, right. that's a that's so a I tough one. I get it. Yeah, I, I think so, you're going to be. I think you're going to be okay, Richard. We were talking about this at the top of the show. And, and thanks for the call. Good luck with the decision. But I don't think you're going to have a decision to make. I think the more we're thinking about it, knowing the Bills played in the kickoff game last year, I don't think they're going to be part of the equation this year. And I think knowing the Eagles are off the table for the Chiefs in the kickoff game, because according yep. to Donna Kelsey, they're playing in week two. Right. And then knowing that the Bengals are off the table because they're playing the Chiefs on Christmas Day, those that takes a bunch of major league matchups off the table and we're kind of thinking it's probably going to be an AFC West matchup for the kickoff game it could for the be. Chiefs. Now, it could be the Bills-Chiefs uh, because, you know, the Bills were in it last year and they showed up big time. And one of the things that derailed them last year was the injuries they had. Now, everybody's going to show up to that game on opening weekend healthy. They're going to look their best. So maybe the league is going to want to, wants to say, okay, here's this Bills-Chiefs game. We'll see what they got. Bills Now the Chiefs are coming off a, you know, a world championship and the Bills, once again, are contenders. Let's see if they can run this Super Bowl champion through the grinder like they did the Rams last year. There may be some of that. Certainly, Josh and this crew have some national cachet that you know people are going to tune in like they did last year. But I'm, I'm kind of with Brownie on this. I think they're going to go for fresh faces. That's what I think. Yeah. I would think the Chargers would make the most sense there because you got Herbert and Mahomes – and both those guys can deal. Yeah. So that would that would make the most sense to me. So but it could, you know, Sean Payton could have a draw, you know, as the new coach in Denver with Russell Wilson. Raiders maybe because of the storied rivalry that the Chiefs and Raiders are. So I'm right. I'm kind of leaning AFC West. So you might be okay, Richard, in Rochester. You might be able to get to see Bruce and Syracuse on that Thursday night after all. Uh back to the phones and to Mark in Northern California. What do we got, Mark? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I will say, here's what I would like to avoid 
update on the schedule for the Bills' sake, and because there's going to be enough distractions as it is, or a lot of questions about it already. But I, when they go to Cincinnati, I would like them to go to Cincinnati in daylight um, with an after, with an afternoon game or a four, four o'clock at the latest uh, kickoff, because I think just playing playing under the lights in Cincinnati um, would bring back bad memories. Yeah, I I get that, Mark. That's that's totally valid. I understand where you're coming from on that. I, I think that's going to be a hard one no matter what. I mean, the fact is the Bills do have to go to Cincinnati, and thanks for the call, Mark. They do have to go to Cincinnati no matter what. We know that's coming, and the team can try as they might to kind of put that, flush that from their memory banks, but I, I don't see that happening. Um Human nature, I don't think, is going to allow that to happen. They're just going to have to put their best foot forward in not trying to let those things flash through their head while they try to play a football game. But I think it's going to be difficult. Um, right. I, it would be better, I would say, if it wasn't a primetime game. But knowing the caliber of those two teams, I think they're going to be television networks pounding the table to get that game uh, in primetime. Yeah, I – I Not to also, mention it was prime time last year. I would also wish for it to be later in the season. Yeah, push it back. Push it back a little bit. Give them yeah. some time. Give them the more distance, the better. You know, way back. So we'll see. Although we'll see. it was a Week 17 game last season on a Monday night. Right. I would just you just want more games in between those two. Yeah. You know. I would agree. Uh, right back to the phones and from one mark to another to Mark in West Seneca. What do you have for us, Mark? You're on One Bills Live. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, real quick, I didn't call about that since again, but since you guys brought it up with the last caller, real quick comment about that. Um, I would love to see uh, Demar, assuming he makes the team and, and everything's okay, um, lead the team out onto the field that day. I think the Cincy people would recognize that, and they have shown their class through that whole situation. That I think they would give that that young man a standing ovation and put a whole different kind of spin and atmosphere on that game. Um, I think that would be the way to start that game off for everybody. Yeah, I th- yeah, it would be a great moment, no question about it. What other, th- what other thoughts did you have? Uh, I called um, – um, I, I want to see the Bills stay away from Monday night. I hate waiting for Monday night games. <laughs> that extra day just always kills me. So if they could avoid any Monday night, that would be great. And as far as the uh, – uh, I wanted to comment on the Miami situation with their stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't believe, and you guys correct me, I don't know if there's been any discussion, and I don't believe the Bills were the only team in that situation last year yeah. with the ungodly heat that was going on down there, um, that there's been any discussion about rectifying that situation, whether it be 4 o'clock starts or making them put another canopy up, or whatever it might be. Uh, and I think if the owners let the situation go on, and something drastic happens. I mean, there's a difference between home field advantage and putting people's lives in danger. And we had the situation up in Minnesota many years ago where we lost a big man uh, to heat stroke in, in camp. And, I mean, there's nothing saying that something drastic like that could not happen uh, in in that kind of situation. I mean... That that's just crazy to me that the owners have not gotten together and, and discussed this and decided we have to rectify this. We cannot let that happen to any other team again. 
So just my thoughts on it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah and there's no easy way to fix it. The pro- that's the problem. There's just no easy way to fix it. Um, you know, you can imagine what it would cost to put an entire roof on the place and doing that now. Uh, yeah. And why? Well, you can. You, there are small fixes. I mean, you could, you know, put those misters down, those cooler things. Shade is the real problem. Being actually having everything on the sideline being baked in the sun is the real problem. And unless without shade, you're not. You're just not going to fix it. Right. I think the easiest fix is moving those games to four o'clock. Yeah. Because now the sun is less of a factor because it's lower in the sky. I would say by the end of the first quarter probably the entire field is out of the sunlight. And so now you're in a situation where there's a little bit more of a level playing field. The risk of heat exhaustion or, God forbid, something worse is far less of a threat. And, you know, there you go. And you're right, Mark. There were other teams that dealt with this last year. And the, and the reason I know this is because I watched it happen. Um, I watched a Vikings at Dolphins game October 16th. So that's week six. So this is three weeks after the Bills' ridiculous humidity game. And Vikings players are dropping. They lost four players through the first three quarters due to heat exhaustion. Um, and then they had a couple other players get injured with pulled muscles. So the Bill, you're right. The Bills were not the only team. That had to deal with that. That was another 1 o'clock kick, October 16th, week 6. So even in mid-October, it's an issue down there. So now you're getting close to like half the season right? where it's a factor for other teams. they, they got to yeah, come I, up with something. I, I, think. I think you're probably right, Brownie. Unless it's a primetime game, it shouldn't, it shouldn't even be kicked off until 425, like the regular afternoon. And, that, and that, Miami's a good enough me, team where you can almost move them into that bigger window. Yeah, sure. And to me – that's not even as big a thing. Even if they don't, even if that's not the national doubleheader game, just let them play it at four twenty-five yeah. and go to the same, the same audience as they normally would. Break time for us here, John in Detroit, Russ in Depew. You guys, we will get to when we return. As we are asking you, what is your one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? Eight hundred three oh five fifty. Open line for you. We'll talk with you next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. Hey, the Bills are giving two tickets to the 2023 home opener. Giving away. Enter today at buffalobills.com forward slash home opener for the chance to win. Contest runs now through May 16th. Two tickets being given away to the Bills home opener. Buffalobills.com forward slash home opener. Good luck, everybody. Let's get back to the phones as we're asking you, what is the one schedule spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? To John in Detroit we go. What do you got for us, John? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Afternoon. First, just a thanks for uh, your show every day. It, sure. uh, as a former Buffalo native, you always put me right back at home when I'm listening. So I appreciate that. Happy to do okay. it. Uh, as a uh, person who's lived now through decades of Thanksgiving Day games and having to go through the scare of uh, Buffalo here last year, uh, almost losing. That certainly is not what I want to see. But number one on my list is the Bills opening at the Jets. I think if the Jets and Aaron Rodgers are going to have their day in the sun, it's going to be that opener. They're going to be filling those guys with jet fuel. 
And I do not want to play in that place on opening week or opening day. I'd rather have them send the Dable to the Giants here for like a Sunday night or a Monday night game that weekend. But it's all set in stone. We'll find out pretty soon. I'll hang up and hear your reaction. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. thanks, John. You, you bring up a valid point because no one knows how to stir up a hype machine better than the New York media. And before they have played a regular season game, hope will be at a fevered pitch among Jets fans. And that stadium, if you've ever been in it, MetLife Stadium, it is cavernous. And a lot of the noise is trapped in there because it is fully enclosed all the way to the top. And if you are down on the field, it is extremely loud. And you stick that in a primetime atmosphere. I'm not saying it's Arrowhead on a Monday night, which I would prefer to avoid. But I could very easily see week one. I've said this on the air a few times already this week. I could very easily see Bills at Jets week one, either Sunday night or Monday night. It's just it makes way too much sense for the networks. Big market involved in New York. The Bills always draw in prime time. It just makes a whole lot of sense. And we know that division games are scheduled early in the season and late in the season. It could also be the 425 game. I would CBS. take that. Yeah, and I would take that as well. That, but that is an. You would have. I I think for Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen in New York, I think you'd you'd pull Super Bowl type numbers, playoff game type numbers. It's going to be big. Yeah. I, I Aaron Rodgers just for the first time out in New York. Yeah, people are going to want to see that, and so they're going to put. I think that game. Ticket. That game has to go. Uh, it'll be a CBS game because they'll never give it up. Well, here's the thing, though. I was reading that, like, games and conferences aren't beholden to specific networks anymore. Apparently, well, they, maybe it's they do more a of a wide open. Yeah, I think maybe it's more of a, a wide open thing. Uh, you can draft games. We'll know when we see the schedule how wide open it was. Right. You know, our NFC team suddenly on CBS, and you know, like only a, you know AFC AFC matchups suddenly on Fox or ABC yeah. or ESPN or whatever. But yeah, I I would prefer to avoid the New York hype machine week one when everybody thinks that Rodgers has taken him to the Super Bowl and is the second coming. I don't need that. I'd almost – I'll say this, though, in, in, in just trying to get out ahead of what that's going to be like, it almost m- might be better to do it in week one. Let's get it out of the way. So that you're not you – you're not coming off a game and all of a sudden it just kind of slaps you in the face. You can see it coming, you know. Mm. And – the media for New York will be will be preoccupied with the roster construction and how they look in the preseason. Uh, yeah, get that out of the way, I would say. Mm, okay, um, that's an interesting way to look at it. Because when you, you do have the most preparation leading up to yeah, that first game, you can get ready for that. You can pull off the most surprises in right. week one because there's no that's tape right. on what you're doing. That's right. And with the the questions that the Bills will have surrounding their defense, most notably Sean McDermott calling the plays as opposed to Leslie Frazier and without Tremaine Edmonds and with whoever's going to get that spot, you know, Von Miller, is he going to be ready? All of that stuff. Yeah, I I might want that game. Uh, not, okay. that I, not that I want any part of Aaron Rodgers, whether he's yeah. 40 years old or not. But and that's a because it's a really good roster and you'll be held, you, you want to play them at your best yeah they'll be at their best as well but uh, I think that's 
That's kind of what I'm I'm leaning towards. I, I think it's a great matchup. Oh, it's a great matchup. Don't and get me I wrong. think it's not going to get it's super entertaining. I don't think that game goes off at one o'clock on Sunday. Maybe yeah. it will. I think it's got prime time written all I, over. I it. do too. And and maybe it'll happen like week five, week six, week week two, week yeah. four, whatever. It may happen somewhere along the line on on a primetime game. But I, to me, I think if you want to make sure it's a good matchup, you put it week early. One. Yeah. yeah. Back to the phones and to Russ and to Pew. What do you got, Russ? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Listen, I'm a little confused as far as scheduling, um, scheduling spot that I'd like to avoid, but why is it every year, I think this was year three, possibly four, where we're playing the Chiefs in Kansas City? I mean, how does that work? They just flip a coin? And no. It's, why, don't, why don't we play them here in Buffalo? What's well, going yeah, on with all they that? Did, they did in 2020. But there were no fans in the stands because it was COVID. And, Russ, it's a rotational schedule. So, and I don't know if i got enough time here before the top of the hour to explain it quickly enough, but essentially it is this. The Bills play one of the other divisions in the AFC every three years. They play the AFC South, then they play the AFC North, they play the AFC West, and that rotates. So there was a year. this is the AFC West year. Right. So this is the AFC West year. The last time that they played the entire AFC West was 2020. Where did the Bills play them? Here, Here in Buffalo. So that alternates every three years that you play the entire division. If you played them home the last time, you play them away the next time. Then the other two instances, 2021 and 2022, were based on the rotational schedule where one year you play the team in the division in your conference that you're not playing. So if the Bills are playing last year, for example, they played what? The AFC North. So right. they play one team from the AFC South at home. That was Tennessee. And they play one team away from the other division, the AFC West. That was Kansas City because those were the two teams that, that this, won their division. Like the Bills won Just theirs. like the Bills. Right. So you play the same team that finished in the same place in that other division. And they played them away. Um, and then in 2021 – it was away again for a different reason that I'm not going to remember off the top of my head, but it is based on a rotational schedule and that's just the way it happened this year. They're playing the AFC West in, in, in totality. And that's why they're playing them away. Cause the last time they played the division in totality was 2020 and the bills played them here at home in front of no fans, mind you, but they played them right. at home. And because they keep winning the division and because the chiefs keep winning their division, they keep, playing, gonna, each they other. keep playing each other. So that's just the way it works. It is there is nothing nefarious or conspiratorial about. Yeah, it. you can see it coming. We knew it last year. We're we're gonna we're gonna play him again. We're gonna play Kansas City again in Kansas City. So it's plus the playoff games in Kansas City kind of make it seem like it's a, a, a know, foregone occurrence. conclusion. Yeah. So we have to take a break here, but don't go anywhere if you're holding on the phone lines because we are wide open in hour number two. For your phone calls, as we are asking you, what's the one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? Bread in Buffalo, Harlot in Louisiana. Hang tight. We'll get to you when we come back for hour number two here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills.
Bills Live, presented by Kaleida Health. All right, here we are, hour number two on a Wednesday, just a day away from the full NFL schedule for the 2023 season to be released, 8 p.m. tomorrow night. We have some minor details of games, including the full European slate, which includes the Bills in week five, quote-unquote hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars in week five, October 8th, 9.30 a.m. kick Eastern time. So breakfast with the Bills, quite literally, uh, for that week five game for those of us staying stateside for that contest. And we'll get the rest of the slate tomorrow night at 8 p.m. What we are asking you today is what schedule spot is the one you'd prefer the Bills avoid in 2023. Thus far, first hour of the show, some of the callers saying no Miami road game in September. Don't want our guys melting again. Uh, some people would prefer to avoid the Jets on opening weekend in prime time, knowing the frenzy that Jets fans are going to be whipped into for the debut of Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be a hot ticket down there and a raucous atmosphere. I personally asked for no Monday night game in Arrowhead, knowing that that atmosphere, which is tough enough to play in to begin with, goes up by a factor of 10 on yeah. Monday night. I, I People have asked you, for yeah. no more Thanksgiving either. Right. They, people are like gagalicious on on Thanksgiving games already, right? They're <laughs> like, yeah, it's enough. Of, too much. I've of had my thing. fill. Yes. No pun intended. Um, it's, I, I, gotta, I didn't know if this topic was going to be that good today. I mean, everybody's got something they Coming want. Out of the and I was telling Brownie, it's interesting, too, because all of us – all of us have our selfish little things like, listen, I got a wedding I got to go well, yeah, to. A guy call, got, he's got Bruce Springsteen tickets. Right, he's Springsteen hoping it doesn't tickets, conflict with a Bills you know, game. He's, you know, some people won't even tell you why they want it. They need to, you know, whatever. So uh, I got one of my kids getting married in September. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a week off for that. And it's interesting because <laughs> I did it too. What he asked for, is it completely selfish yeah. and self-centered? Or is it like, no, no, the team really struggled down in Miami at 1 o'clock. Let's put them back. Let's put that game back in. The, it's all about somebody. You know, you got the selfless people who are such. All about Bill's all, strategy. They're all about Bill's strategy. Let's have the team win. And then it, then there's other people like me going, it's about me, bro. This impacts my I schedule. Need, I need my Thanksgiving back, <laughs> and I need the bye week right here. That's what I need. I'm hosting it's Thanksgiving me. this year. I've got no time <laughs> to watch the football I, game. Can't right. have it. it. It's so telling. Yeah. It's so telling, but still a lot to, there's so much to think about because I mean, let's face it, we're, they got a primetime telecast to put this thing out tonight, which is yeah. that, in and of it, that yeah. yeah, that in and of itself will tell us all we need to know about, you know, ourselves. But we also all have this, this vernacular and this knowledge like, well, no, uh, the Black Friday game. Okay. But if it's a 425 game and it's 725, I'm like, it. good grief. Yeah. It's like, what? Just who do we play? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to those days? I know. Uh, let's go back to the phones to see what else you've got for us. And we lead off with Brett in Buffalo. What do you have for us, Brett? Oh, oh, call me off card. Hey, guys. Um, sorry about that. So I was thinking the week that they're in London, the week after that, right. it's a little early for them to take the bye. So instead of the, uh, it probably won't. But I don't want them playing Cincy or Kansas City after coming back playing in Tottenham. Yeah, right. that would be that would be a tough first shot stateside after playing 
overseas. Yeah, there's no question about that, Britt. That Especially, be... I mean, Jacksonville's not going to be pushovers this year. So That's right. Won't be an easy game. Right. So that's so, yeah, you don't want Kansas City or or Jack or or Cincinnati after if, the Jacksonville after the game. Jacksonville game in London, particularly if there's no bye week. If there's a bye week, I'd take it you wouldn't care, which I get. Uh, but that's a good point. I don't think that'll happen for this reason. Oh, maybe not. Now that I'm thinking, because I was thinking, you traveled so far. Is the NFL going to stick you with a road game the next week? They might, because that's technically well, a home game for the Bills in London. Right. So maybe that's they right. do stick him with a road game. Oof. That maybe. would be tough. Yeah, they got to go tough. to Cincinnati and they got to go to Kansas City. I, I agree with you. Those two, and, But there's not that many push – well, maybe Washington. Give us the commanders <laughs> after the, after the London think. game. Okay. We've got a tough – we're like the seventh toughest schedule in the league. Yeah, we do. Um. So, yeah, maybe – there's not that many walkovers on the schedule. Um, Philly's not. Mm-hmm. The Giants are not. Washington, maybe. Dallas, no. You know, and then you got the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Those are two – those are important. You can't slide on those. Cincinnati. Raiders? And the Chiefs, two division of – you know, you got the Raiders, Broncos. Rams? We play the Rams? No, no, we don't play, we don't the, Rams. play the Rams. We play the Chargers. I'm looking at strength of schedule. Yeah, I mean, so up. there's not that many games that are like, yeah, yeah, give us those guys, you yeah. know? Raiders, maybe. Raiders. Maybe Raiders. Depend, you know, and by the time we get there, in week six, we might be going, oh. Yeah. Like, the Broncos are better than we thought. Sean Payton's a pretty good coach, right. isn't so, you know, Josh McDaniels has got the Raiders playing. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo looks great, you know? Yeah. I, something like that could happen. And it could be, too, that, you know, Pat Mahomes has got a nasty hangnail and he's not playing well or whatever. So, you know, mind getting the Chiefs after that. But uh, that's, that's an interesting – Yeah, that's a yeah, – That's an interesting take. Let's, I, I, let's hope that does not happen. That's insightful. I, 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 agree, I agree with you. With you. you don't want <laughs> if the Bills, If the Bills turn down the opportunity to have their bye week in week – What is it? Seven, six. six week six and week five. After play, the London game. Playing week, London week five. So if they turn down the bye week in week six, which you don't, we haven't heard anything about it, you don't want them to get Kansas City or Cincinnati that week if they're coming back from London. I, that's, that's a smart move. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to the phones, and we go to Shane on a cell. What do you got for us, Shane? Hey, I do not want a home Christmas game. My wife will murder me. She'll kill me. <laughs> well, just bring her with you. No, no, then she would definitely kill me. Oh, okay. Well, there's mon- there's mon- three Monday games. Yeah, the Christmas, Christmas is, a Monday. is a Monday. They're having a triple header, a 1, a 4.30, and, a, and an 8. Yeah. 8.30, So. Oh, good. Yeah, well, okay. say good. Well, that means there's six teams that may get that game, and that means you're one of. Well, we know two teams one that are playing. Game. Yeah, we one know it's Cincinnati teams. and Kansas City, right, on Christmas Day, right? That's the 425 game. That's right. been announced already. So that's one. Oh, no, sorry. Bengals-Chiefs is New Year's Eve. Giants-Eagles, Christmas Day, 4.30 p.m. All right, that's but we don't know one. what the 1 p.m. game is, and we don't know what the 8 o'clock game is yet. The best-case scenario okay. is the Bills get Thursday night football on that weekend. That's oh, what, that's that what Steve's great. hoping for. That's, that's my hope for. I don't, avoid, I'm kind of with you. I don't want the, the 1 o'clock game on Christmas Day. I mean, I got a life, yeah. too. Yeah. 
I mean, not that and apparently so does Shane. Yeah, that's so does fear so does of being Billy. that <laughs> being a, a murder what, victim man, on getting, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. It's getting to the point where our fanship in our team is starting to interfere with our family holiday traditions. Yeah, that's well, it's been that way for thirty years. <laughs> I've only been married for fifteen. So right. come on. Well, I'm, I I think you'll be all right, Shane. You've made it this far. I, you know, I don't, Thank you. you got to hang good, in there. Good luck, and, and hopefully you gotta, your wish is granted. I'll say this, though, Shane. Make sure she knows it's not your fault. Yeah. The, the only thing Shane wants is, is, a, is no Bills game in his stocking for right. Christmas. <laughs> right. Hey, man, it's tough out there. Man, oh, it's man. It's tough. Uh, let's go back to the phones and to Pete in Rochester. What do you got for us, Pete? Hey guys, uh, I'm a 20 year season ticket holder. I uh, love your guys show. Love, love both you guys, Steve uh, and Chris, uh, Steve, I was a big fan of you uh, back in the nineties. I went to Fredonia. So watch you guys at training camp. Oh, yeah, um, awesome. So I have a couple quick thoughts on the schedule and then and a quick question comment. Um, my thoughts are, I just don't want them opening with the Bengals. And the reason is, um, you know, I, I was at a bar here in Rochester with a bunch of friends when that Monday night game happened and, it was just it was just such a buzzkill, and I can't imagine how it was for the players. But it's just even psychologically as a fan, the, the the opener, even if it's on the road, is something you get psyched for. And I don't know. I, I even the playoff game is as much as I was psyched for the playoffs. I still think it's going to take a little time to get over the Bills Bengals game for at least me psychologically. Yeah, um, yeah. Steve feels the same way. He was kind of hoping that game gets pushed as far down the schedule as possible. Yeah. What's your other point? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. My other point is just I want to touch base a little bit more on the guy who's talking about the Dolphins, uh, Gabe, and, and just a possible thought for that. So first of all, I had an, an argument with a friend who it's, he's actually a Bills fan, but he thought it was it's completely fair for them to have that. And I don't think it is. I think to me, it's like having, you know, a half a roof on the stadium. It's like if the conditions are bad, they have to be the same for both teams. And I think it was kind of slimy for them to do the canopy on one side. I'm sure they, they did it intentionally. So I guess my question is, I know, like you said, Steve, there, there's no way they're going to have the expense of a, a roof. But I don't know. I'm thinking a canopy might be a lot less, but I have no idea. Can they, can they do a canopy on the other half? Well, no, the canopy goes all the way around the stadium, Pete. Um, it's mainly built to shield the fans from the heat so they're not melting in the seats and that's why the canopy exists. It's on all four sides of the stadium, but the way the sun goes, so this, the stadium, the short ends are north-south facing, and the long ends of the stadium are east-west facing. And so the sun travels across the south side of the stadium, but shines into the stadium on the Bills sideline. Once it passed, once you know the sun has passed the high, the peak in the sky, it it only shines on the visiting side sidelines. You can't tell me that wasn't by design by the home team. It creates a home field advantage for the Dolphins because well, they're they in the shade while the other team's in the sun. Even if they didn't design it that way, uh, they get they get they to pick, lucked into it. They then. pick their sideline, right? <laughs> so so that's the thing. The canopy is chiefly there. For the fans to fans be in the rain. shade, fans and rain, which, and rain, right? Yeah. And shade. Um, but it, it, but the ancillary benefit, the sideline for the Dolphins is in the shade much of that time. Once the sun is past the high point in the sky, the canopy shades the Dolphins' sideline. Whether it was inadvertent or not, they take it f- full advantage of it. Wait, but, what do you think? Is it fair or not fair? 
it's not fair in September and October. I mean, use the player injuries and those it's not, it's pulling not, out of a game for heat exhaustion as your prime example. It's not the same as the cold weather. It's not the same because everybody hits the cold weather. Everybody's playing it. And everybody has heated seats, and they all have that same thing. There's a 40-degree difference. The problem is, yeah, it's different. It's different because of the sunshine and the sun patterns, and they're in sh- they have shade over their bench, mm-hmm. and the Bills are not allowed to have it. Let's go back to the phones. Justin in Depew has a thought. What do you got for us, Justin? Hey, guys. Um, my big thing is the first four to six weeks of the season, I want to avoid playing the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Eagles until we can get Von Miller back and going and healthy. Um, last year, I know that Baltimore game and that Chiefs game early in the year, I don't think we win that game without Von Miller's pressure off the edge. Mm-hmm. And I'm really worried with our defensive end that we're not going to get the pressure on the quarterback right away to start the year until Von comes back. So my big thing is, you know, those tougher games with those better quarterbacks away, I'd prefer them later in the year. And that's about it. Yeah, that's a good point, Justin. I hadn't thought of that. Um, the Von Miller recovery timeline you'd you'd prefer to you prefer to have Vaughn in the lineup when you're playing Patrick Mahomes and you're playing Joe Burrow the margin for the good teams versus the bad teams in the NFL so thin a guy like Vaughn Miller can tilt that can make it tilt in your favor instead of out of your favor so you could beat a team like Cincinnati or Philly or Miami or who whoever you can beat a team like that if you got Vaughn in the lineup and not be so and not beat him without him. That's how razor thin the margins are. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a good point. When Vaughn's going to be ready, though, I mean who knows? Who knows when that's going to be? And and who knows too if it doesn't happen like it did last year, where Vaughn's the least of your problems, and it's like and it's it turns out to be Micah and Jordan. And Steph Diggs are out, you know. I yeah. mean, then what do you do? So it's not as much about Vaughn as it is about the other great players you've got. So uh, all of that's on the table. And But you're right. In that case, to me, and I, Vaughn notwithstanding, you want to you want to play those good teams early in the season because you're 100% healthy. You're closer to it. Right. And I think he's right. I mean, Vaughn made a huge difference at the end of that Chiefs game. Huge right. difference. Um, yeah, he and did. he did not play in either of the games against Cincinnati last year. He was right. already lost for the season. Right, and neither did Daquan Jones and Jordan Phillips in that last game. Yeah. Well, Jordan, I think Jordan but, was in. But yeah, I think it's I think it's a good point. We did hear Brandon Bean in a national interview recently indicate that Von Miller is on a very good track to return. Right, and Brandon Bean has gone on record saying he would anticipate having him for most of the season, but. Your point is well taken, Justin. You can move those games further back in the schedule where you know you'll have Vaughn in the lineup. That could be a huge difference maker for sure. Uh, so a good a good call there. 803-0550 if you want to get on board. one 888 What's one scheduling spot you'd like the Bills to avoid this fall? I had, uh, I had this one, Steve. No Thursday night game off a Sunday game against a division opponent. I don't want to go on short rest and play on a Thursday against the Dolphins, Patriots, or the Jets. The division games are too important. No one should have to play a division opponent four days removed from a Sunday game. 
They're just too important to stick a team there. And I realize you say, well, both division teams are playing. Yeah, but now those two division teams are at a disadvantage. In, I mean, think about the AFC East. I think it's widely expected to be a tight race. And now you make, let's just say hypothetically, you make the Dolphins and, and Bills play one another on a Thursday night after they both played the previous Sunday. Both teams are at a disadvantage. From a rest perspective, a competitive perspective, a, because I think they've gone it's a, short rest. Late. I think it's way more, not way, but significantly more impactful and detrimental to the team that has to travel. For yeah. instance, the Bills going down to Miami. Because one of the days, the four days, you're in, traveling. You're traveling. And you can't get stuff done. You're doing walkthroughs um, that whole week at the most. Right. Uh, Miami still has a, a chance to get a full day's rest on if the game's there. If it's up here, you know, they're late traveling. in the year, and they're on a short week. And how about that? How about worse yet? Get a short week, and the other team doesn't have a short week. Well, that yeah, that's the other component too, and that happened to the Bills back in 2014. They had a league leading six games on short rest. Two of those games, well, they had one game on a Thursday night, and the team they were playing was coming off a bye. So right. they had like ten days of rest, and the Bills had four, right. and they were playing each other. I mean, that's right. insane. Yeah, that's that's. A huge no-no and, and, these days. And, and to the NFL schedule makers' credit, they've done a lot to correct a lot of those things. Right. In recent years, they are tons better at avoiding those very scenarios. But I really don't want to see the Bills with a division game on a Thursday coming off playing on a Sunday. Right. It's the same thing we've been talking about. too important. The bye week and short weeks and good rest and all that are gold late in the season. That's why everybody wants a bye week at the end of the year for the playoffs. That's why, you know, it's just it's a it's a gift. So the later you can push your bye, the better. And the fewer games you play on short rest, the better. Um it's it's huge. It's it's huge. And yeah, you're right, Brownie. You were I remember I remember too, you were on you were on it back in two thousand fourteen when that came out. You started going back and looking. It's like, oh my gosh, everybody's coming off the bye against us. Yeah, and we got all these it was bad, and we got short rest. I think the only other team that came close to the Bills league leading six games on short rest, six out of sixteen. I mean, yeah. think about that. That's third almost of the, half a your third season. Of the game. Yeah, the only team that came close was Atlanta. They had four games on short rest or shorter rest than their opponent. Um, it makes a difference. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Is it a gigantic difference? No. But you get late in the season when recovery time is of paramount importance. Yeah, you get guys when bodies who, are beat up. You got guys who can't play on a – they could play on a Sunday. They can't play on the Thursday. you know, Or they played on the Sunday. They can't get ready for the Thursday. Or they can't get ready for the Thursday because they played on the Saturday, got a nick, you know, that, and vice – you know, all that stuff. It makes a big difference depending on which players that is. Yeah. And more often than not now in recent years, because I have gone back and looked just to check and see, like, you know, is the league kind of a lot better at this, which they have been, to their credit. Um, Harold Katz and his staff do a great job with the schedule now, and they've taken a lot of those idiosyncrasies out of the scheduling. Um, There's rarely a team that has more than one or two games on short rest in comparison to their opponents. And I think more often than not, they avoid division matchups on Thursday night games knowing how important the division games are. You know, they count one and a half 
a lot of players and coaches will tell you. So putting them on short rest in a game of that magnitude, I think, does a disservice to the to the playoff races that exist in divisions where things are tight. So give everybody the best opportunity to succeed in a division race and keep them out of the Thursday night games entirely, the yeah, division I mean, matchups. It's, it's hard, man. It's hard to get it done. Yeah, but, I'm not saying it's easy. But, but, you know, if that's your only job. Well, yeah, and, I mean, you've got, go. and you've got computer algorithms out the wazoo to help you, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are ways around it, and what is it, they uh, got artificial G-tap, intelligence helping you now. G-tap doing that for them. G- what, is <laughs> what? It, what is the AI thing? Artificial intelligence? Yeah. The, uh, oh, there's, a name, there's another acronym? Uh, the one that does all your emails for you, can write college papers for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. But it's artificial intelligence that right. is... The software built into that, yeah. Pretty soon we can just not use our brains anymore. You there. Fix the NFL schedule. Chat GPT, I think. There you go. What Jeff Koltenak is telling us it is. So I'll take his word for it because I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) Uh, We have to take a break here. More of your phone calls when we return. What is one scheduling spot you'd like to see the Bills avoid this fall? We'll also crack open the tweet sheet. See what you have on there for us. What game, what date, what time – What venue on primetime would you like to avoid? I know I don't want to be an arrowhead on Monday night. May have some others. We'll see next here on One Bills Live. All right, here we are. One Bills Live on a Wednesday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you talking Bills schedule. And the one schedule spot you'd prefer the Bills avoid this season. Let's go to the tweet sheet, which is brought to you by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. And leading us off is Jeff there, who says... I don't want an early bye week and no Thanksgiving game. Thankfully, not playing the Black Friday game. That's correct. That will be Dolphins-Jets on Black Friday at 3 p.m. kickoff. Um, No early bye week. He wants a late bye week as well. And no Thanksgiving game, which has been a popular request. No Thanksgiving. Three of the last four years, Bills have played on Thanksgiving. David on the tweet sheet says, no Thanksgiving since it seems to result in turf games with devastating season-ending injuries, obviously referring to Tredavious White in 2021 and Von Miller in 2022. Um, RBF Girl Dad says, No Thanksgiving at 1 or 4 p.m. This is clearly a mealtime conflict. He's fine with, he's fine with the 8 p.m. Thanksgiving game after everything's done, mm-hmm. but not, don't interrupt dinner. No 1 p.m. or 4 p.m. game, please, on Thanksgiving. Right. Which is, I mean, that's the example. David doesn't want injuries on Thanksgiving because of the history, so he's concerned about the team. RBF Girl Dad is strictly considered about, concerned with the meal. Right. So there's, there's your selfish person as opposed to the strategic person that you were I, talking about. That's right. I, I get it. I'm, um, I don't know how much recency bias has to do with any of this because everybody's always worried about you know, where they were last Thanksgiving, how it went right or how it went wrong, Christmas and all that. Christmas has fallen on a Monday this year. Whenever, as soon as it gets to the point where it's, where it's on a you – know, Christmas is on a Sunday, Christmas is on a Saturday, Christmas is on a Friday, Christmas is on a Thursday with the Thursday games or you know, Thanksgiving, holiday, you always have to deal with it. And um, everybody always has that last – instance of the holiday falling on the game or the bills game falling on the holiday rather they got that to deal with and as long as you get out ahead of it i think it's okay but you're right 
the team, when it's playing like that, the way it has over the past five years, you got to put it at a certain priority if you're going to in your fanship and family. Most of us have family that's the same way, right? I mean, you you know, your family's like, yeah, we got to watch the Bills game. Mm-hmm. There are some instances where our our friend, uh, who was she from uh, from Brooklyn, Veronica from Bur- Brooklyn, it's a friendsgiving. Yeah, in Brooklyn, ain't nobody there a Bills fan. Except her. Except her. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. People are rolling their eyes at you. They're like, well, what are you talking about? No, we're no, we're not turning the TV on. It's Thanksgiving. Colin B. on the tweet sheet <laughs> says, no Miami at 1 p.m. in September. We've addressed that today on the show multiple times, so we know what he's getting at. CJ on the tweet sheet says, any team that plays in London – should be left out of any Thursday games. Also, Thursday games should not exist. So he's got a he's got a bias against Thursday games to begin with. But what do you think about that? If you play an overseas game, you are not a consideration for a Thursday night game the same season. What do you think of that? It's a weird concept. Yeah, I don't know why. But CJ thinks, well, if you're traveling okay. so far that you got to go to London to play a game, you shouldn't have to play on short rest on a Thursday night at some it's point. It's as far from the Jets to go to L.A. as it is from the Jets to go to London. Hmm. Right? Aaron Miles. What's the di- spelled what? out by Steve what's Tasker. The, what's the difference? I mean, it might be a little bit different, but not that much. Miami to Seattle? Yeah. I mean, now you got something, you're saying something if you're going from L.A. to London. I get that. But yeah, you just gotta you gotta live with it. That's the way it, we're we live on a small planet these days. Mm-hmm. And this th- Thursday night game shouldn't exist. There's no putting that toothpaste back in the tube. My thought is this: in 2020, we had games every night of the week at some point. Tuesdays, well, because of some rescheduling, Thursdays, due to COVID Saturdays, outbreaks. Fridays, Sundays. I think the, every, all, six six of the seven days of the week we had a game on. And this year you're going to have one on a Friday, Black That's Friday. Right. So I'm I'm kind of done with. I get it. Four days is about the minimum. Yeah. Without some with and it's you got to have recovery. and you got to have rest on both one or the other end of it. Um, right. So I get that. But the league does that. They give these teams some time off after these Thursday games. They get an extra three days after the game, the even if they end, play on the yeah. next Sunday. So I'm Thursday games are fine with me. We've proven that Tuesday games can even be pulled off. So I'm kind of – and I and I used to play, so yeah. I'm okay with it. I, maybe I'm a crotchety old man, but <laughs> I'm – I don't. I, you're not getting rid of Thursday night games. You're not putting that toothpaste back in the tube. Let, as far as I'm let concerned, let me just say this: as long as it's profitable and it draws ratings and the networks are happy, it's not going anywhere. High school football is the only thing that keeps NFL games from being on Friday night. That's right. College football is the only thing that keeps them being, from being played on Saturday. And then once the college season is over, once, the games are on. Saturday. That's right. They move them immediately. So, you know, high school football maybe they'll keep Friday night sacrosanct, whatever that means. But, yes, they will – the only thing keeping it from happening is other things in the way. Yeah. Dynasty DGen on the tweet sheet says, I need week three at home. Here's, here's the wish list. You ready? That's right. Week three at home, 
and a non-December game against the Chargers in Cali. Otherwise, I'm set. <laughs> just hey, just these two NFL in LAC. Okay, all right. I I love it when people say, "Here's what I need." I and like for me, I got I got a wedding got in a week three. Wedding in week three. Get, have the buy there, right? Or give me the most nondescript matchup we've got. Right. Give me the Commanders. <laughs> Keep coming back to the Commanders. Oh, they're the Jeez. only one, man. Who else am I going to grab? Yeah, Raiders maybe. I don't know. Raiders maybe. Oh, you know. So, um, yeah, there aren't there aren't really any cupcakes here. No, we got a, we got a tough one. Tampa's got AFC a- West and the NFC East. Yeah, it's rough. Along with Kansas City and Cincinnati. Tampa Bay. All right, I'll take yeah, Tampa Bay. Give me Tampa Bay. They week don't have three. a quarterback answer. You know, right now it's Baker Mayfield and yeah. Uh, you know, do you want? And here's this too. Do, and Wolfers. I and I get the stay away. Do you want to stay away from the really good teams early, or do you want to play them with all your guys' roster and everybody's healthy, or do you want to like take? Give me the Tampa Bay. Give me open up the season with Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the Washington Commanders, followed by the Las Vegas Raiders. or in reverse order. You know, give it to you like that. Do you want to start it out like that? Or do you want to stay away from those teams and sprinkle them in? I probably want to sprinkle them in. I certainly don't want them back-to-back. Why not? Kansas City and Cincinnati? Not Kansas City Oh, you're Cincinnati. talking about the I'm other talking ones? about Washington and Tampa Bay. and If you have those back-to-back, it means the, you're going to get the stronger the teams back-to-back, too, on the back half yeah. of the schedule. I'd rather spread out the challenging games yeah. instead of having a gauntlet. Because that's just that's a tough road to hold. I, yeah, but I don't know though. I don't. It, it seems like that when you look at it from the ten thousand feet. But every week's just an every week. I mean, you're getting ready to play. It's a week you know? to week league. Say it, Steve. It is a week to week league. It's true. <laughs> and I, you don't really. You've heard Sean McDermott, and I've experienced it. Every week is the same, man. You're you treat you treat. We don't, but they treat yeah, Tampa routine. Bay and Washington the exact same way they treat Kansas City. And Cincinnati, they they're grinding for those teams, for the Commanders, yeah. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for the New Orleans Saints, for the Raiders, anybody. It doesn't matter. You're grinding it, so it's not like the game is more important in your mind. It's not. So for us out here, we're like going, eh. we're throwing darts at those guys, right? I'm like Commanders, this Commanders, that, right, right, right. <laughs> the players and team and coaches are not. No. So I, it doesn't matter to them. What order it is, but it does matter if you got four days rest or ten or fourteen. Mm-hmm. It matters a lot. That's the only thing for them. And plus, and now we're talking about the Miami, you know, playing on the face of the sun down there, <laughs> or playing up here in you know December thirty first in three feet of snow. There's a you know that may that matters, but you don't know that until you get there. Yeah. Let's jump back to the phones. Tom in Hamburg is waiting there. What do you got for us, Tom? You're on One Bills Live. Hey, guys. In terms of, like, wishes, I, I hope that the Bills play Kansas City and Cincinnati after week eight so that Von Miller is back, hopefully, in full speed. He can get his legs back underneath him. Yeah. Um, and I also was just wondering, guys, I always wonder about this, seeing what your thoughts are. Why not have these Thursday games on Friday night instead of Thursday night? Yeah, Steve was just explaining school, that. It's because of high school football. They don't want 
that generation of football players and families and, and towns around the country to be in tension by going to see their young men and, and their family members play football rather than sit home and watch an yeah. NFL they game. They don't want to trample they don't on, want to high, trample school on high school football. That is, the, that is what oh. I've been told is the absolute reason they don't have them on Friday night. Otherwise, Thursday night football would be Friday night football. Now, the reason they're allowing the Black Friday game, Tom, is because you're already past Thanksgiving and most high school football seasons are over. That's right. So you're not really interfering there, and that's why they entertained it. But yeah, and there's, the main, no, and there's no college games on Friday. Right. The main reason, though, that they don't play on Friday nights is to not trample all over high school football. Um, and, and I'll say this, too. It's important to them to not do that. All the people around the country, you may not know any, and there may, it may not be a deal where you're at, where you're from. There's a ton of people out. And about watching high school football, and they will not be home to watch it on TV. NFL football. NFL right. football. Yeah. Be, they're watching live football with their kids playing or their brothers and sisters and whatever. Uh, high school football's big, and I think you'd see a you think you'd see the numbers take a hit. And certainly CBS, Fox, NF, and uh, NBC and ESPN and Amazon, nobody wants any piece any piece of a an NFL game that gets bad numbers. Yeah. Back on the tweet sheet, Allen says, I don't want Monday, November 27th, <laughs> especially a home game. It will be exhausting to try and last through that Monday after a big holiday weekend. So he's thinking, I'm off. My last day of work is Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Then I got Thanksgiving, three NFL games. I got Friday, Black Friday game. And then I have Sunday, the full NFL slate, and my team's playing on Monday night after Thanksgiving. I'm never going to make it. That's a good point. That's a lot of football. Sounds like before a grind. That sounds like a grind of, <laughs> of fun, right? That's a rough weekend that's on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, you think about it. That's first world problems. It is a, that is an enormously <laughs> united. That is an American problem right there. That is. An, I can't make it to Monday. I mean, I'll have to do a beer run on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. So that's the thing. I, and and I got to go to work on Monday probably. Yeah, that right. That, that's and then you got to and wait into the game. That's funny. That's I like that yeah, one. That's that makes me that makes me feel full just listening to yeah. that. Right. We got to take a break here. One final segment to go. Some final thoughts on the tweet sheet next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, back here on One Bills Live. One final segment to go. The schedule spot you want the Bills to avoid this fall. Smith on the tweet sheet says, no Thanksgiving and Christmas, please. I got to tell you, the novelty of playing on a holiday has worn off yeah, precipitously right? for Bills fans. It used to be. It's oh, like, cool. Well, we're on Thanksgiving. Right. It's like, wow, we can't. We, we're never. We're just. We never get primetime games. We're just a Sunday at one o'clock team. That's all we are. Then it's like, hey, we own primetime. We are <laughs> killing it. We Let's are, go. We own turkey. Day. It's like now it's like ah, we play on Thanksgiving in, the third most next in, to Detroit yeah, and Dallas. Enough with the enough with the Thanksgiving games, you know. And then to, when the schedule comes out, here's where we're all going to be. How's come they get more primetime games than we do? <laughs> What's up with that? I think they'll still get a handful of them. <laughs> I'm not worried about that at we're all. We're going to go I it's amazing the roller coaster we've ridden with this team, yeah. you know. Like we couldn't we couldn't buy a primetime game for 15 years. 
Yeah. J-Mad on the tweet sheet says, I wish that it was this game against the Jags as it's looking like will be the second game they play in London. So they get used to the time change and get to practice there while we're in the U.S. Then the bye week will be the following week. Well, not necessarily, as we explained earlier, but, yeah, there's another Bills fan that's concerned about the Jags being there for two straight weeks and not well, having to deal with the time change and I the get travel. It. I get it. It's a long flight, and it's a time change. Five time zones we're talking right. about. Right. It's four from the West Coast to the to Buffalo or to the East Coast. Um, there's nothing that says the Jaguars are going to get an advantage by being there for two weeks. If it's, right. they go over there bef- a week before. They're not sleeping in their own beds. That's right. And, you know, like we said, their families aren't going to – they may, but that's going to be huge upheaval. It may not go well for them. It may, well, but they it may are not. Kind of, well, they do it every year, so they're well, they don't used go to two, it. for two games in a row. Not for two games. This is the first time that's happening. So, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe England will wear on them a little bit. <laughs> maybe the Bills will be the reason they never do that again. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> Schedule is out tomorrow. Can let's any go! of us stand it? My goodness! Thanks for all your comments today. You've had some good ones dealing with injuries, dates. Your meal schedule, everything. (laughs) Thanks for all of it. We'll see you tomorrow at 1.